Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and I'm speaking with Amber Spaniel this morning. She's the Director of Health Services from Minneapolis Public Schools, and uh, we spoke a couple months ago. Nice to have you back, Amber. Thank you so much for having me. Although I guess under better circumstances, I wish we were speaking today. So let us know kind of what's going on with the district and how the rising rates of COVID-19 are affecting uh, the district's work. Right. So unfortunately, um, our COVID-19 case rates are rising in Minnesota. I'm sure many of your listeners are aware um, our governor has dialed back a little bit too, you know, just without the case rates. And so Minneapolis Public Schools is also uh, following that. We um, did have to dial back some of our support services that we had implemented um, in our phase two plus, we call it. So we've been in phase two and then we started to offer some after school support services for students. Um, But with the rise in case rates, those services have been paused. We do want to get back to them as soon as possible. Um, And our community ed programming um, too is paused. So we are, you know, making sure that we are following, you know, not only the state guidance, but we consult with our local public health. And so we have regional support teams. Um, We're part of a team that uh, looks at data, looks at how things are going. And we just want to, you know, make sure we're balancing safety and service. So we completely understand and know um, distance learning, you know, isn't working for everybody. And I think, you know, for me, the message is we all want students back in the building, but we want to do it as safely as possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So talk a little bit about how you are able to support students and staff through the process of these uh, rising rates and kind of lessening uh, of services. Right. So, um, like we mentioned, we did, you know, move forward with some of those additional services. So hope to get back to those as safe, you know, as soon and as safely as we can. We still are collaborating with community um, partnerships. So, um, for example, mental health support systems will still be in place. We still have um, select staff in the buildings to help, you know, have that, you know, available at least for families if there's questions, you know. But the biggest thing is that our community support s- services are still going to be there because we do know that, you um, those services are critical for you know keeping everybody healthy and safe, mm-hmm. whether they're in distance learning or not. Yeah, uh, Amber, talk a little bit more. You mentioned that you were part of a team that looks at uh, you know the data and such, and I imagine that you know when the governor makes such an announcement, you're prepared for that before that announcement even happens because you're looking at all avenues to to get students back or keep people safe. Exactly. So it's called a regional support team. It's something that the governor did put in place. So it involves our partners from um, the Minnesota Department of Health and then our city of Minneapolis Public Health. And we're in constant contact with them um, daily. They're, you know, uh, an amazing, you know, base of knowledge and to help guide us with all their expertise in infectious disease. So we do, you know, they do direct us as well. It's not that, you know, Minneapolis is making these um, decisions in isolation. So we meet with them and with the extreme rise in COVID-19 cases, um, we're at tier five, um, which means that, you know, per the direction of the governor, um, it means that it should be distance learning for all students right now with where we're at. And then they um, help guide us to say, you know, we need to be well under 50 cases um, per the 10,000 and at least for, um, they call it an incubation period, but for at least two cycles of that, which is 28 days or about a month. So, you know, in about a month, we'll be looking, and we're always planning anyways, but in about a month to see, can we safely move forward again? So we're hoping things do stabilize, but there are parameters and, you know, data that we use to make sure it's safe for us to move forward again. 
Amber, what what can we do to to get students back in the schools? How's that going to happen? Yeah, so I think, um, you know, many people might have heard, you know, our Mask Up Minnesota. I think we each have to do our parts in whatever, you know, even if it seems like a little way, I think wearing your face covering or face mask, that, like some people call it, um, it's not only to, you know, it's not necessarily to only protect you, it's to protect our community. So if you're feeling healthy and well, that's great, but make sure you're doing those things to protect others. So again, wear your face covering, wash your hands. Stay home when you're sick, please, even if you're not sure, if you have just kind of a slight cold or you think it's no big deal, stay home, monitor, you know, check in with your healthcare provider as needed, of course. Um, if you do get a call from um, your public health, please answer because it can help, you know, have education, have people who need to stay home, stay home. So I think all those little things add up. And we're in this together and, you know, people want to get back to their jobs. We want to get back to our activities. We want kids back in school. And it's going to take all of us to do those actions to make that possible. Mm-hmm. A- Amber, you work with school nurses as well. Talk to me about uh, how they're able to, to help students at this time. Yeah, so our licensed school nurses and all of our health staff are still working, you know, albeit remotely, but they are there. Uh, many of them have... Um, you know, either posted health office hours or, like I said, the school buildings still have the principals. So you can still do outreach like you do to your teachers. You can connect with your licensed school nurse. They're also connecting out with families. But if you have any questions at all, that's why we're here. So even though we're in distance learning, these resources are still available and our health staff do want to connect with families. Um, Immunizations are huge. You know, there has been a decrease since the pandemic started. So that's a huge push for our health services staff, our local public health. So make sure you're connecting with your health office to know if your student does need a few more immunizations so that you're ready to go the minute we're able to, you know, continue to phase in. Mm-hmm. Amber Spaniel, Director of Health Services from Minneapolis Public Schools. Is there anything else you'd like to say? Um, I just want to thank everybody for, you know, their support to the schools, to their teachers, as you know, and our health staff and everybody as we're going through this together. I think, um, you know, there have been innovations that, you know, have come out of this. I, you know, things have been improving. Our feedback from families has, you know, improved since the beginning of this in terms of education and access. So thank you for all you're doing at home. I know it's a big lift for everybody, especially, you know, helping your own student perhaps at home. So just want to thank you for the support of the community. Do what we can to stay healthy and support everybody who, um, you know, needs it during this time. So I just want to thank you know, our families and students too, for all that they're doing. Amber, thanks so much. We'll have you back soon. Oh, thank you so much.